one and only DJ Patterson. <laughs> yeah, there's only one, right? <laughs> there's only technically there is two Roosevelt Patterson Sr. and you are Roosevelt Patterson Jr. Is that correct? That would mean there's only one DJ then, because it's getting a little too technical now. It's getting, it started off way too technical. <laughs> definitely, definitely way too technical. Hey, man, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, chat a little bit since uh, you are the waterless car wash expert. I thought it'd be fun to have you on and talk about to water or not to water. That is the question for tonight. Hey, so tell us who you are, how long you've been in business, what's your business name? Uh, yep, so I am apparently the one and only DJ Patterson. Here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, business name is Eco Green Mobile Detailing. On Instagram, it's at EcoGreenMD, as in mobile detailing. Same with Facebook. Uh, we've been in business for seven years now. Um, we've got three mobile units that service the Tulsa and surrounding areas. Um, and then we also have um, a small, small shop. We do maybe, you know, we could fit one car. We do correction and coatings in there. We don't do a ton of those, but we do have the space for that. Um, we've got a pretty decent sized team, um, really solid team actually now. Um, it hasn't always been that way, but very fortunate with that. So, uh, brief summary of who I am and what we're doing. Well, but so when you started, right, I mean, uh, I, we've known each other for quite a bit. We kind of started uh, waterless here in Oklahoma. Why? But at a point you went off on your own. What was it that made you stay waterless and not go traditional car wash detail, you know, power washer, big tank of water? Yeah, because I mean, when I first started, that, that's that's how I started. I worked. At, I was in the car wash industry for, you know, several years <clears throat> when I began my career in the automotive detailing industry. So, um, I think when I ended up leaving my job at the car wash, um, you know, I had a little 1999 Contour, I believe, a little little small four door car. And uh, it was just so easy to work out of that car using waterless because all we had was spray bottles and towels and a tiny vacuum and extension cord. We run to people's houses or businesses, and it was Wait, really easy. wasn't it white? Did you already say that? Wasn't it yeah. white with like blacked out, like solid it, it, black tinted windows that you couldn't see in? It was the cleanest 1999 Ford Contour in Tulsa. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, windows were very dark, and uh, so it was. <laughs> I guess thinking back, that's kind of shady. <laughs> it was extremely shady. It was, but it worked, and I was very professional, and uh, I pulled it off very well. But I just kept with it because, I mean, I was just being used to the product and how it worked. I mean, I became an expert at it. I, I just knew how to use it. And, you know, now it's very difficult for me to even attempt to try to use it. I wouldn't know how to wash a car with big power washers, and so it would just be a very frustrating uh, task to do that. So just kind of mastered it and just became very easy and efficient for, for me to do that and also train people to do that. So I just kind of kept with it, and you know, I wasn't always green-conscious or green-minded, but as I began to, to learn more and grow more as a person in business, that just became a part of you know even my own lifestyle, just being very green-conscious. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
But so there's, you know, there's different forms of waterless. Uh, describe what you use the product as far as, you know, what its formulation is, what its base is, how you use it, you know, what you do when you are approaching a vehicle that needs to be cleaned. Um, without getting too technical as far as like what's... Yeah, you don't have to go brand and all that. Just, right. you know, yeah. what what do you... So we use a, a 55, 50 ounce pump sprayer. Um, we use the ones from Sonax. Um, they're white pump sprayers you can hold in your hand. It holds about 50 ounces of product. Um, we will spray a vehicle panel by panel and use a soft, thick microfiber cloth to wipe in one direction to remove the dirt and debris from the vehicle. So it starts to encapsulate the dirt and debris and softens it so there's no... Um, it doesn't scratch the vehicle whatsoever as long as you're using the right proper technique, which we wipe in one direction, flip it over and buff off any of the hazing or streaks and so forth and just work around the car that way. Yeah. So, I mean, come on, there's, there's, there's definitely, I think as the industry is continuing to evolve with a bunch of new technology and different stuff coming out, right? People are beginning to be a little bit more, at least in our area, a little more open to the idea of, not using a power washer to clean the car, but yeah. take a moment and talk about, you just kind of briefly skimmed over it, you know, encapsulates, emulsifies. Like, I mean, when you're washing a car with a waterless product, what is it really doing? It's cleaning the vehicle better than anything else on the market. <laughs> um I'm not sure how to answer this question, but I'm going to answer this way. It 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 allows us to save a, a crap ton of time when you walk around a vehicle. So we're walking around the vehicle maybe twice. The first time to wash it, maybe the second time to apply some kind of spray sealant or spray wax or final shine or whatever have you. Whereas if you're using water, you're having to walk around the vehicle multiple times. You've got... You know, you got water to deal with, water spots to catch. You got to dry the vehicle. It's just a lot of work. So really, it's it's more efficient. Um, but as far as what the product's doing, it's 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 really removing the dirt from the vehicle safely, and and, and we're saving a hundred gallons of water by doing that. Per per wash. Per wash, correct. Well, and so you're you're taking this pump sprayer, squeezing the trigger. It's putting you know. A solution onto the vehicle, and and then you're wiping everything off. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the difference between it and um, like uh, the traditional uh, ONR or uh, version of ONR, do you know what the difference between a waterless and an ONR is? See, I don't have much experience using ONR. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, they, there, there's from. From what I understand, you have a two-bucket system. I guess one bucket has your clean solution. One is for your dirty I, I'm not really sure, but it just still seems like a lot of work and still in more water than you need and just unnecessary. I, I don't know. I, I've never used it. The dilution ratios don't make sense to me either. I, just Yeah, it's like one capsule for the whole, you know, yeah, bucket. And, and that to me, that sounds strange, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure you can really get much emulsification or encapsulation in, in there. What's There's not a lot of solution. That, that's got to be a really, really strong, powerful solution. And to be able to handle it loosely just doesn't make much sense to me. Right. And it could be ironic that then if, you know, let's say there's a rare chance that somebody's actually listening to this. Um, 
<laughs> and 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 they are an O and R person, you know, they're gonna be coming at you with in a sense the same defensive mechanism that maybe you would be defensive when somebody comes, you know, that's traditionally using water. Oh, you can't you know, somebody that's using water is like, Oh, you can't clean a car like that. You know, it's the same you know, same way of, of us with O and R because we don't understand you know, I only know of one person that's ever done O and R. It's just not a big thing here in uh, in Oklahoma. Yeah, it's it's just not. Yeah, there, there's either you got guys with humongous water tanks, or you got you know guys like me that you know don't use any at all, and you got guys, some guys that are, are hybrid. They do both, and it's and it works for them. Yeah. Well, so you you said that uh, seven years, right? Correct. Seven years, three trucks, good good group of guys. Um, what has been your biggest struggle as, um, you know, first couple of years when you were trying to really, okay, I want to take this on and, and do your thing. What was the biggest struggle back then? Um, biggest struggle, man, um, I, I could tell you some mistakes I've made earlier on. Um, it's just not not treating every customer I had was as a long term client. Just you know, you, you do a job and that's it. You don't think about them ever again. You're just going on to the next job. Not really nurturing the relationships early on in order to have that retention like we do now. You know, when we get a client now. You know, we we have a system in place where we're going to see them. You know, maybe in a month, it might be two weeks, might be a week, it might even be six months, but we're definitely going to see them in another year because of the systems we have in place. So back then, I wasn't thinking long term whatsoever. I was thinking, how do I get to the next job? I need to get this done, get to the next job, get this done. And I wasn't really retaining people or or, uh, or clients whatsoever, nurturing those relationships so that I can have them long term. So just a lot of new, you know, one time clients here and there. And I just really didn't see what I wouldn't see in the long term. You you weren't doing it as a business. You were doing it as a I was making, to survive. Yeah, exactly. I was exactly. Which is fair enough. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with that, you know. So when at what point in time did you decide? Okay, I should probably work on this retention thing, and I'll have a chance of making a business out of this. Um, you know. There were times where I'm sure we slowed slowed down, you know, a whole lot, and 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 I'm I'm not one to to give up, you know. It, people always said, "Hey, you're still doing that little detailing thing." I'm like, "Well, hell yeah, I'm still doing this thing. I mean, this is a, my business," and and just that kind of like fuel to fire me. It's like, you know what? I'm going to prove that I can take this little detail thing and make it so much bigger, and not only that, but I can do it beating the odds and using a waterless product. Because back when in seven years ago, I mean, it we we got so many people just shut us down because we were waterless. I mean, it, we, it actually did us a disservice in our earlier years because people just were completely against it. Um, you know, and now we're doing waterless on Ferraris and, you know, Lambo, whatever. I mean, it's just not a big deal anymore. Back then. Yeah, many vans. Many Yeah. <laughs> but there's no way in hell back then we could have been doing that. So um, I just think I just, I just had a light bulb and I just kind of wanted to, to prove to, I don't know, friends and family or just myself that I can take this little detail business that everyone thinks is just a little, you know, thing that I'm just doing now, which 
and, and actually make something, you know, make a career out of it. And that's just what I did. So, Yeah. And uh, your biggest success when you've been trying to do that, what uh, was there a moment where you landed something or, you know, what did you do that, that made you like, okay, this is actually going to work? Um, yeah, when I, when I changed that mindset of, okay, you know, I've got to nurture and cl- nurture clients and actually set them up on reoccurring, you know, appointments. That was one thing pouring into it, trusting them with my clients as well, kind of stepping back because I was always so, you know, closed fists and I had to be at every single appointment, talk to every single client. And, and, and it was just me, 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 when you can only grow so far no way you can scale a business if you're at every appointment talking to every single client and doing everything. So we started putting systems in place and training in place and trusting our team and training them to be me. I would teach people how to think like I thought, how to talk like I talk, how to quote or price things or do things like I do. And uh, when I started, you know, relinquishing responsibility to other people and trusting them with my clients, my business and, 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 and teaching them the culture and how I wanted it, and that's when we started to really grow. Yeah, you're big on culture. What what was it about culture that that you're this got you? I just so. yeah, I just love te- like a team team environment. I just love pouring into people and seeing them grow um, in in their own using their own strengths and in in gifts to actually grow my business because every one of my team members has a different strength and they all show it in different ways. So if I I can allow them to live out their strengths and their passions within my own business then they're going to want to stay longer. They're going to want to actually feel like they're actually doing something and take ownership of the business as opposed to saying, hey, you're a will guy. All I hired you for is wills and vacuum. That's all you can do. That's it. One, he might be passionate about creating video or, 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 or doing Facebook or Instagram posts for us because he just loves social media. What's, what's, what's it going to hurt for me to let, teach him how I do it and let him do it for a couple hours a week? Well, that's less work I've got to do now, but he's actually fulfilled because he's doing something more than just cleaning cars. So I just use every one of my team members and, and, and let them find what they like the most and just try to let them live that out within the business. But you still got to clean cars. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we're doing, right? Um, no, I thought you were detailing. So you're just a car wash guy? We're just a car wash guys, man. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay, I need to talk to a detailer. Who who do you recommend? Oh, oh probably uh, the other DJ Patterson. He just does. He's not in. He's not in Tulsa. <laughs> Let me check. I'm on the Hey, uh, so you you being at seven years, looking back, and let's say you've got a guy that uh, you know they they kind of in your shoes in a sense of young, wanted to do something with their life, not sure, and they start a detailing business. What would you tell one of those guys? Oh. Well, there's a a lot of things. I mean, there's there's how you structure your business. There's how how you price your services at. There's... I mean, pricing is probably one of the big ones, right? Okay, let's talk about that. So, you know, there's a lot of guys out here that are doing what I used to do when I first started seven years ago. Is you're just making ends meet. I mean, you're making whatever you need to make. So they might only want to charge sixty bucks for something that we charge two hundred forty nine bucks for. And I'm saying that because there's there's people out there right now here that charge exactly what I. I mean, I mean everywhere there's that, right? Yeah, exactly. So 
you know, if you want to make a career and scale your business, so you need to char- first of all, you need to get trained and become an expert in what you're doing so that you can actually stand behind your price. But price your business is if you're scaling it long term. You can't grow a multi-truck business or a multi-location or, or have huge volume shop, you know, wherever you're at and location wise, if you're only charging enough to make ends meet. You've got to, you know, you've got to account for insurance, you've got to account for payroll, you've got to account for chemicals, you've got to account for so many different variables and not just I want 50 bucks today, so I'm going to spend, you know, five hours doing this car and I'm happy. That's not scaling. That's not how you grow a business when it comes to pricing. So figure out your core packages, what extra services you're going to offer, price those according to what it's going to take to run your business plus some to have profit. And that's how you really start scaling a business. Okay. So um, a young guy needs to look at pricing and make sure that he's got the right stuff uh, so that he's got enough money. I would say start with training probably. Well, start with training, huh? So don't Uh, go just start. You need to get trained. No, you definitely want to start with friends and family's car friends and family cars and just really get acclimated to it. Make sure it's something you actually can see yourself doing, obviously. But then, yeah, if you really want to take it to the next level and up your skills, then I would definitely recommend going through training and shameless plug. And with the IDA, I would definitely look into the International Detailing Association and, and find a registered trainer in your local area and uh, get with them and, and get some actually become certified in detailing, which gives you more credibility and you can really, really, you know, set yourself apart from other detailers. Yeah, let's talk about the IDA. I mean, why why the IDA? Why did you do that? First of all, I guess, what is it? Then, second of all, why? Uh, International Detailing Association is pretty much, in a sense, kind of is, is moving the auto detailing in, in the right direction. It's kind of structuring it and, and providing a, um, a platform for people to come and, and learn and, and learn how to do auto detailing the right way and you know there's a code of ethics too that you we follow by when when we're in the IDA so it's just uh um it's like any other industry there's associations that kind of I wouldn't say govern but really are pushing in the right direction if you if you follow those guidelines and and you and you under that leadership then you know you're bound to be successful if you put in what it takes to obviously I think, too, just a network of being around other detailers that are, you know, are passionate, not just passionate, but actually, you know, they take the time and effort to become part of an association to, you know, go through the training themselves. You know, I think that is a to be able to just hang around those guys and chat with them. It's not like they're set on a pedestal by any means, but it's like, you know, it's mutual respect and you can it's it's a good like you said association is um is a good thing to be be part of yeah i agree so definitely a a a good step in the right direction if you want to take it the right way i mean how does somebody uh do what you're talking about with the idea um you can go to the uh website which is uh you google international detailing association it'll pop right up um, you can get on there. You could become certified through online testing, or you can find a um, CD in a day, which an RT will host. Um, you know, um, uh, class nearby and CD in a day—that's confusing. Like I, I don't think people do CDs anymore, right? When's the last time you did a CD? 
Uh, I haven't bought a CD in years. Like, I pretty much just stream music now. Do you? Yeah. Well, in a day when it comes to the, the detailing industry is a course you can take in one day and become a certified detailer, but it's more hands-on. Um, well, no, actually, the CD is a class environment type test, so you learn um, the proper ways of detailing on paper, I guess you can say. And you take a test and you become a certified detailer. The next level is become skills validated, which is the more hands-on approach. The first one is, is, is a paper test, a written test. The second phase is the um, um, skills validated, the SV. And that's when you actually will, will go and train and hands the hands-on approach. So, Marty, yourself, you're an RT with the IDA. I know you're asking these questions, but you are an RT. So, <laughs> you can hold a class at... Total Auto Solutions Warehouse, and you can tra- you can give some. Oh, and- I think I lost you. Uh huh. <laughs> Hello. Are we back? Yeah. What happened? Oh, I don't know what happened. What happened to you? Hmm. But yes, I am an RT. You are an RT, so you can and you have before held a class at at the Total Auto Solutions headquarters, and they can come in and do the written test and also the skills validated, and now they are legitimate certified detailers and have these the, the confidence under your training to go out and provide professional detailing to their clients. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that is extremely valuable for someone. Um, it's, it's not only good, like I said, I think the association is good. I think the knowledge and, you know, being able to know that, you know, you're doing things the right way, or you can, who knows, maybe you'll learn something if you, you know, uh, the test. Um, and then the, the skills validated is, is, is extremely important because, uh, you know, I, I went through, we did it together um, at uh, Mobile Tech, and, you know, honestly, there was stuff even at the skills validated that I, you know, learned that, I, oh, yeah. I didn't know, you know, it's, yeah, and I, I've been doing it since 2002. Marty, so. what's, a, what's a fender lip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not going to go into that. Oh, okay. We will go into what I did learn <laughs> about aluminum wheels and how to determine if that aluminum wheel is coated or uncoated yeah. by putting on some paste and depends on what color it turns. Okay, okay, cool. I had just never done any aluminum wheels. Oh, Honestly, I think I'd only cleaned like one in my entire life. <laughs> one wheel in your entire life, I believe that. Yeah, that, yeah that's that's pretty close too. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah, IDA very valuable, um, and, and somebody should definitely uh, take the time to to do that. Um, you know, so. But thinking of uh, business in general, um, what do you think sets you apart from other businesses that are not necessarily even just here in, in, in our area, but, you know, what are some things that you do that's unique to your business besides waterless? Things that are unique to our business besides waterless. Yeah. Well... That's a good question. Um, I would say, outside looking in, uh-huh. the procedures and all that technical stuff and then using technology in certain ways, 
I don't understand everything you do, but you guys are always busy on computers doing stuff. What is it that you guys do that I think there's some stuff in there that sets you all apart, you know, on what you're doing? Absolutely. So we have some, we use iPads and we have app-based programs that we use for everything we do. So for instance, let's say we're going to a new client we've never done before. Well, we have an app built on our on our iPads that we go through and it has the customer's first name, last name, email address, address, year make them all the vehicle. The next screen has any pre-existing damages we can take photos of. We take a picture on the iPad, it uploads immediately to the to the form, we write what it is. Um, the next screen will have the um, all the services, the total cost, it will have the client sign that they agree on the on the uh, terms and conditions. Um, it'll have an internal checklist for us, so it goes through everything you can imagine that needs to be checked off. Um, you know, windshield, I mean, just anything imaginable on the outside and inside of the vehicle. We check those boxes off to make sure that our quality is on point. Um, we sign stating that we went through the quality check form. We have the client sign saying that they got their keys back. I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's a fail-proof system that doesn't take much time whatsoever to go through on our iPads. That way, all of our so um, once it's saved, it gets dropped in the Dropbox into a PDF. And I can be, if I'm in Vegas, the Las Vegas Convention Center at the SEMA show, I can go and see in real time when they submitted that form, who, who did it, how much time was spent on it, what, what, what the cost was, they pay cash card, where they invoice. And it's all a seamless program that, you know, myself, my wife, or our manager can access anywhere they're at on their phone. And we have that, that just constant um, communication through the company. So there's no paper. Um, and that's just, that's just one of the many, many, many forms we have. So we have forms for, um, you know, when we do detailing at the airport for those specific clients, we have forms for when we do our fleet accounts, group accounts, we have disciplinary action forms. I mean, everything that needs to be done safety. I mean, everything possible on these apps that we built, um, in house. And, and we're actually working on, uh, a, a training course to actually get those available to detailers all over the world so that they can actually have their business streamlined as well. That's like a detailed business in a box. Literally. Yes. And it's so customizable. You know, we have it to where you can just, you know, take our templates and, and run with it, or we can teach you how to create your own templates based on your own business. Some people do, um, you know, shops, people have mobile, some people do both. Some people do you know, RVs, boats. I mean, it just, but it's just, Literally, just for instance, if you want, if I want to go back two years and see when we did, you know, John Smith that just called in and said, "Hey, what I do last time?" I can go back and like with a quick John Smith search on my my phone, I can find his form from two years ago and see what time we started at, what time we ended it at, what color of car he had, where his address was, and it's just so seamless. Yeah, that was that's a pretty impressive uh, thing to be able to look back and. You know, most businesses, I would say, especially detail in a sense, they are not big on keeping records. Oh, and it covers your butt, too. So if he said, hey, you know, this is a scratch on my hood, and, and I go back on the form, and if my guys or myself were actually doing what we're supposed to do an actual fall in the protocol, and we saw it, we could have taken a picture of it and said, hey, look, John Smith, like, we have a picture of that with a timestamp statement that was, you know, on there before we even finished the work. I mean, that's... That wasn't us. That well, and I think that's happened to you before, right? I mean, and you've been able to go back and look and show. Exactly. And it saved us a, a ton of times because there are some people, and it sucks that, that they, get, they haven't had their car clean in three years, and you charge them 
300 bucks for detail that they really didn't want to pay for, but they know they needed it done. And then they start seeing all these scratches and dings and nicks. And it's like, you know, you're going to see a lot of things now that we have your vehicle completely detailed inside and out. So that's why we really, you know, that's what that's there for as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So when do you think that's going to be available? Man, I don't know. My wife and I are so busy with so many different projects right now. And that's definitely one that we've had. It's about 75% done. We're just doing all the <clears throat> voice recordings now and, and everything. But all the content's there. It's done. It's in place. It's just literally sitting down. It will probably take us two days to just sit down and record um, all the uh, screen sharing and so forth. And then just put it in a box and send it out. So it's it's just one of those things that just sitting, one of those open projects just sitting on the table just waiting to to be launched. So Well, you do have another project on going on that's taking a lot of your time which is a pretty unique uh unique little business idea i think right uh and you don't have to go into too much detail but i know that uh, you've got something that you're launching too more directed it's still using uh your mobile services but you're directing it in a little bit of a different uh avenue it's very very niche very niche it's it's you know it's a separate entity from our own business eco green but it's something my wife was really passionate about a long time ago is is doing car seat cleaning um so you know the business model is essentially we will partner with you know uh, schools or excuse me daycares and you know nurseries or, or places like that to where you know a parent drops off their kids you know um at the uh, daycare at 8 30 in the morning we show up they drop the car seat off as well we clean all these car seats we reinstall them professionally because we are certified car seat installers so it's just creating that value for, for those moms, I mean, every detail, if you're listening, I mean, every the car seats are just disgusting. I mean, all car seats are absolutely disgusting. If they're not, I, I've just never not seen an, I mean, they're always dirty. So there's just this wide open market for this business. So we've got all the uh, back end completed on that. And we're actually, you know, launching that, you know, pretty much now. So that's taken up a lot of our time, like you said. But it's something that more she's heading than, than me. Um, it's It's would be really her baby, but I definitely will handle all the operations and so forth because it is similar to, to our current business model, and, and I've, I'm really good with, with the operations themselves. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's transition into as you're, you know, on the board with the IDA, you're, you're relevantly known, especially walking through SEMA, talking to a lot of different people. Um, what do you find is most impressive right now in our industry? Most impressive? Yeah, I mean, what's going on in the industry of car detailing that most has a seasoned business operator uh, excited? Um, the ceramic coatings and the paint protection, paint protection film are the two main services that are the highest profit margins but require the highest level of skill as well. Um, those two things right there can make your business a lot of money if you if you do it right and provide a great service doing it because you know it's they're they're really really high ticket um, items they can be really high ticket items so uh, offering those in your business definitely increases your 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 bottom line tremendously so that's something that a lot of us you know um, seasoned detailers are doing and if you're if you're not doing it then I don't know it's just I, you're kind of behind to be honest with you. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot that aren't because they're under the misconception that, oh, I, I've got to do paint correction. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's definitely a misconception because 
pain correction is, is very important, but you got to know when, you know, when, when not to, to, to offer that, I guess you can say without getting too in depth with, you know, pain correction coding podcast, but it's, uh, there, there's a certain level. I mean, if you if the client wants to pay for 95% perfection, then hell yeah, charge them, you know, three, $500 just for correction alone, and then charge them another 500 to $1,000, $1,500 for a coding on top of that. And you've got yourself a good day, but most people, daily drivers, and we've talked about this, they, they just want that gloss in their car and, and they want protection. They want peace of mind knowing their car is protected. So if you could do a, you know, a light one step and really bring out that gloss and lock in that gloss with, with the ceramic coating, um, you know, you, it, it take you. What, I mean, even a two step, just a good buff, a good right? Polish. I mean, we, we always, I mean, that's what's so weird about this idea of correction. I mean, it's like we forget that for how many years in our industry did you always buff and polish the car? I mean, if somebody got a full detail, buff. you buffed and polished the car. Like, and they were having and then all of us. Yeah. Like you always did that. So it's like all of a sudden now there's, oh, I did two step correction. No, you didn't. You buffed and you polished the car, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. Like. Exactly. And I think we've talked about the term, you know, paint enhancement, you know, we're enhancing the paint giving them, you know, transform, transforming it completely uh, and then applying some type of, you know, long-term protection on there and, and they're, they're static. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, too, I think the cool thing about coatings right now is, you know, sealants were so great and they performed really well for a couple of months and it was, you know, it was a it's a cool thing for us, but once the technology has changed, and it's 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 so interesting how much the technology has changed, what the main differences between a coating and a sealant are, you know, who, you know, getting years of protection like that's crazy. It's insane, and if you know we're you know we charge you know we use you know obviously we use Total Auto Solutions the uh, next level coatings the CC one hundred five is our is our become our flagship coating now that's just what we offer because you know we're pricing it at you know we start at 499 for a for a cooper sedan and you know we go up a few hundred bucks for larger vehicles but you know before we were charging you know 799 to you know 1200 for these you know these more um more well-known coatings that are on the market that most people know about you know we were getting turned away all the time but since we changed over to this you know uh three-year coating that we can offer at such a, you know, a better price, our coating, we do so many coatings now. Um, and then just, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really changed our game and, and it's really changed the way we, we do business with that, uh, with that coating that you have. So I definitely appreciate you bringing that to the market. You know, I'll definitely give you a plug there. That's a definitely a phenomenal coating if you, if no one's ever tried it before. Yeah. Shameless plug. Appreciate that. No, but you know, I wasn't necessarily going with that. Just like, just the idea that it will, something would last that long is. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. And the, the first time I tried a coding, which has been, what was that? Five years ago or so was the brand that you were first using. And I guess they had different levels or something. You know, I was just like, I just want yeah, to do this that, coding thing. Even and it that, didn't work. Like, it only lasted a couple of months. And I was like, uh. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, that's back when, you know, we were offering a, a more well-known, um, you know, I guess, quote-unquote, high-end coding, if you, that's, yeah, if you will, but, and that's what we were really doing those, we were stuck in that hole, you got to do a full-blown paint correction, and you've got to do, you know, this $1,000 coding, and, and it just, I mean, it's just too, it's just too much. I mean, there's just not, that's not a normal thing for, no one's going to spend a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars in their car daily driving. It's just not, it's not, it's just, yeah. You mean it happens, just not as much. And I guess I was meaning when I first got into it, I guess I used the wrong one. Technology's even changed since then. Yeah. I think it's just, it's just interesting to see stuff is lasting, you know, for a much longer than it, you know, than what it used to. And and we say lasting, you know, giving the customer protection from, you know, environmental hazards, which is, you know, we can do now things that uh, couldn't be done before. Yeah, I agree. Which, which, which is very great for our industry. Yeah, I know a certain person that has a car we've we've coated with uh, with the coating and, and they go through car washes all the time and, and I see it, you know, you know, drive around and I'm just like, that's, it's it's crazy that it's still, holds the shine and still, you know, upholds, has that protection that it had when we applied it, you know, a couple of years ago. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I know you're busy. You've got uh, kids, wife, and another kid on the way, so we won't keep you. Um, oh, you won't? I, I won't. I won't keep you. Nope. In other words, I'm finished with this conversation. That was my polite way of saying exit stage left. <laughs> Why stage left? What's, what's wrong with <laughs> Because the, you can't go to the right, man. Crap. Yeah, sorry. I mean, now you know. Hey, thanks. Yeah, well, it's because you're waterless, and that's to the <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, thanks, thanks. You know, I, I know your Prius has gotten better over the years, and uh, you're, you're now souped it up, and you've got... Pretty cool engine inside there. Yeah, the Prius is doing really well. Mm-hmm. No, I mean you. Uh, you've got trucks, right? We'll go ahead and let everybody know it's not a Prius. Not a Prius. It's not a Prius. That but means, you, you, you do know a guy that has a solar panel van, which is freaking crazy. That is pretty cool. We met him. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Met him at SEMA. Yeah. Green Clean FL. Yeah, that guy's serious. Yeah, very serious. Solar panels on top of his van is, is pretty That's legit. Good. He's got me beat there. He does have you beat. All right. All right, man. Well, any last words, anything, bits of wisdom from DJ Patterson? Not not really. I just, you know, connect with me. That's, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to connect and stay in touch, let's let's do that. You know, it's my Instagram is at DJ Patterson for personal and um and at eco green md for for the business got a lot of cool a lot of cool eye candy on that one and then um i just i'm myself on the other one just keeping it real and showing family friends cars and just being me so love to stay when did you put me on there i don't remember put you on my we're not friends you said eye candy i was like oh 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 my business page eye candy no, yeah, you're not uh, really I'm not, on that. not easy on the eyes, no. You didn't get that bikini shot I sent you? I thought you posted that. I said in my DM. Hey, well, that's where it goes down. Hey. Hey. Um, so, Make it a great day. 
<laughs> You're stealing my line, man. You're Sorry, stealing man. my line. Dude, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Uh, that's true. That's true. All right, man. Well, I appreciate, like I said, appreciate you taking the time. Had a lot of fun. We'll do it again soon. This is Marty, Total Auto Solutions. That's DJ, Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Hey. Make it a great day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> See you, man.